Living with sickle cell automatically makes you a teacher. Because whenever you tell people you have sickle cell disease, they have 101 questions they want to ask you right there and then about sickle cell. People without sickle cell are unaware of the challenges faced by those of us with this disease. So we're trying to make it easy for our generation so they can reduce the burden of children with sickle cell and also to make it easier for the next person with sickle cell who comes along. I mean children or our fellow warriors who are not properly informed about this disease. So in this episode, I am going to be answering some of the most frequent questions I get about sickle cell. Most times, I am really glad to answer them. It is always a wonderful opportunity to tell people about sickle cell. But sometimes, I still get embarrassed with some questions like, Why are your eyes yellow? (laughs) Most times, I dodge this question and I quickly end the conversation. Because most times, I get this question from strangers. And I don't find it really easy just telling a stranger I just met today that I have sickle cell. You know how I mentioned in the last episode that work has been busy for me? So it's been stressing me out a bit. A bit so before my loved ones will start getting worried. You guys, I am fine. I just need to rest. That's all. And I am doing just that. So the stress has been telling on me. So my eyes turned yellow a bit because of the stress. It gets like that with me whenever I am stressed. So last week on Wednesday, I went out to buy something and a woman I just met in the shop kept looking straight into my eyes without blinking. I felt really uncomfortable with the stare, but I know what she was looking at. And she finally asked me that question in her mind. Then I told her I was stressed and I'm not feeling well. She went further to ask. I told her I had malaria, but I was treating it. Most of the time, when I get this question and I say I have malaria, it usually dies the questions down and they just stop asking. It works like magic sometimes. But obviously, this woman knows her onions because she wasn't taking my answers. Then she told me I have jaundice, straight up. (laughs) I felt this unease immediately. Then I laughed and I told her I am fine. Then she suggested taking me to a native doctor who cures jaundice. That's when I cut her short and I said, Madam, I know what is wrong with me and I am treating it. Thank you very much. I don't need to see your native doctor. And I quickly left the place. I get this a lot of times. And to be honest with you, this has been one of the hardest questions I've hated the most, even to this point as a person with sickle cell. So that's why I try my best to keep up with my water intake so my eyes can be clear. So I don't have strangers asking me why my eyes are yellow all the time. Not because I am ashamed or anything like that though. Far from it. You guys know I'm the last person to be ashamed of my genotype. If I was ashamed of my genotype, I wouldn't be doing this. It's just that I don't know how many people I will go about giving answers to these questions. And especially when they are strangers. And secondly, Yellow eyes means you need to pay attention to your health. Whenever my eyes turn yellow, I just get worried. It just happens. I just take I just start getting worried. It means your health is deteriorating and is likely for you to break down. It spells unhealthy. And who likes unhealthy? Definitely not me. 
So even as I know there's no hospital remedy to clearing the eyes except regular water intake, I still ask my doctor every time I go to see him what I can do to make my eyes permanently white and he gives me the same answer every time, just drink water. I have browsed how to clear yellow eyes if you have sickle cell. Some sites suggested carrots. I took carrots for a while and but I got tired and I stopped because it wasn't giving me the desired result I expected. So this is just a little insight into some of the challenges we face as people living with sickle cell. But today we are not talking challenges. We are answering frequently asked questions that you must have had in your head for a while about sickle cell. Frequently asked questions we get from other people without sickle cell. Frequently asked questions because you are dating a person with sickle cell. Frequently asked questions because you are about to marry a person with sickle cell. Frequently asked questions because you have a child with sickle cell. And frequently asked questions just out of curiosity. I'll be answering all of them on this episode to the best of my knowledge. So sit tight and learn. So one of the questions we get as as people with sickle cell, people would like to know if sickle cell is contagious. And the answer to this question is no. Sickle cell is 100% genetic and it is not transmittable like HIV or Corona and the likes. To have the full-blown condition, you must inherit the sickle cell gene from both parents. Sickle cell cannot skip a generation and go to the next or suddenly develop later in life. Once you are able to stop it in one generation, it doesn't affect the next. You cannot catch it. You are either born with it or you are not. There is no in-between. Another one of the questions we get is, why are people with sickle cell disease called warriors? It stands for what we represent. You know, everywhere you go, people form names for their church group, school, debates, debate club, drama groups, etc. It's just a way to show what that group stands for, what they represent. Even the like the university I attended, we call ourselves lion, lions for the male and lionesses for the females. And then when we graduate, we call ourselves super lion for the male and super lionesses for the female. So like you know, warriors fight in a battle, yeah? Some warriors make it back to the village with victory, as seen in Nollywood movies. And some warriors die in the battlefield. Either ways, they are still warriors. So in actual sense, C-class fight for their lives with every crisis. With every severe crisis, our lives flashes in front of us. I remember saying in my, last, in my first episode that the last time I fell really ill at my 20th birthday, I was very convinced I was going to die. But well, I did not. You cannot even begin to imagine the kind of fight C-class have to fight for their lives every time they have sickle cell complications. Some die while at it, and some live to tell the story. So that's why we are called warriors, because we fight our way through life almost all the days of our life. And trust me, it's not easy. Only warriors can fight that kind of fight. So another one of the questions we get is, are you immune to malaria? Unfortunately, we are not. It has been found that those with sickle cell have a greater vulnerability to malaria 
That is why doctors prescribe paludrine alongside our routine drugs to be taken every day. It is an anti-malaria drug. But even with the paludrine, a person with sickle cell should at least treat malaria every three months. Nevertheless, malaria can have an adverse effect on our health, so it should be paid careful attention to. Another question that, that we likely get to hear from people about sickle cell is one of the dreaded questions I hate answering as a person. <laughs> Why are your eyes yellow? I know this is going to sound like a lot of science to some listeners, but this is the only viable explanation there is to this question. So please try your best to grasp, grasp something. Healthy red blood cells typically last for 120 days before they die and are disposed of by the liver. However, sickle cells only survive for 10 to 20 days. So you see the difference in the survival span of healthy, blood, healthy red blood cells and that of a sickle cell, right? The gap is just too much. Yellowness of the eyes, which can also be known as jaundice, is caused by the build-up of bilirubin, a yellowish substance form, found in the red blood cells. So our liver can't dispose of, of the rapidly dying red blood cells quickly enough because of the short span, which results in the accumulation of this substance in our body and ultimately the yellowish tint in our eyes. But drinking lots of water helps clear them though. I understand that we are curious beings by nature and love to ask questions when we don't seem to understand things. But please remember that sicklers are humans. In as much as most of us are strong people, we still have feelings. Don't ask us this particular question like we don't see our eyes in the mirror and as if we like it as it is yellow. We wish we could do something about it too. We wish we could just snap a finger like Thanos and it will all go away. So please ask this question with love. We also wish it could be different. I remember sometime when I was in the canteen at work eating. Then a colleague asked me this question, casually but loudly. I am sure he didn't mean any harm though, but there were a lot of people there. So he, immediately he finished his, state, his statement, some turned to look at me to see the yellow, yellow eyes. To be honest, I was really embarrassed, but I still kept my cool though, and I still gave the reply I usually give to that question. I know waiting they worry me and I did treat him. Next thing he said to me was, if you don't treat him, it will remain small make you die. Somehow that struck a nerve. It wasn't intentional, but I got angry more like reflex and I reacted. I started shouting and warning him never to try that with me again. He had to apologize and people around told him it was wrong to say things like that. But he insisted he was joking, but I didn't find it funny. So when asking this question, please tread with caution. Another one of the questions people like to know is, what kind of doctors cater for sickle cell patients? Just like there are oncologists to cancer, gynecologists for things concerning genitals and reproduction, dentists for the teeth, we have doctors for sickle cell. They are called the hematologists. A hematologist is a specialist in hematology 
the science or study of blood, blood forming organs and blood disease. There is always a department of hematology in big hospitals where sickle cell patients go for their routine checkups, blood tests and treatments. Another question is, what is the difference between sickle cell traits and sickle cell disease? People with sickle cell traits carry only one copy of the altered hemoglobin gene and rarely have any clinical symptoms related to the disease. Those are the people with the AS genotype. In contrast, people with sickle cell disease carry two copies of the altered hemoglobin gene. Henceforth, they have SS genotype. Another question is, can a child have sickle cell if neither parent has it? The answer to this question is always no. Like I said in the previous episode, it is passed down through families. If none of the parents has it, the child won't have it. Another question is, can you die from sickle cell disease? Of course, yes. You can die from sickle cell complications. People have died in the past from sickle cell complications. But the good news is that you can also live life with sickle cell if properly managed, even down to your old age. We have heard, we have heard stories of people who are advanced in age with sickle cell and they are still living a good life. Even some people who don't have any form of the disease have died and people with it are still living. In other words, one thing must kill a man. But me. I strongly believe sickle cell will not kill me. I will die of something else, but definitely not sickle cell complications. Another question people like to know the answer to is, can people with sickle cell have sex? (laughs) This is a very interesting question. Of course, yes, people with sickle cell can have sex. But like we all know, it is an activity that requires energy. So people differ. So my advice to anybody who has sickle cell or anybody who has a partner that has sickle cell and want to engage in sexual activity is know yourself and the severity of the type of sickle cell you have if you want to engage in sexual activity. And if you are not the person with sickle cell but your partner, know your partner better. And have painkillers close to the bedside in case of emergency crisis. It can happen, no one can tell. Another question is, do people with sickle cell have food restrictions? Like I mentioned earlier, sickle cell has types and varies in severity. So maybe due to the severity of the kind you have, you may or may not have food restrictions. But like me, I don't have food restrictions. I remember one day I was frying plantain and I just said out loud, Ah, thank God, though, I don't have food restrictions. If not, that is how I'll be missing the goodness of Dodo. So me, I eat any and everything, as long as it is healthy for me. So make sure you find out from your doctor first if if there are some food you should avoid. But from this end, we don't avoid nada. Another question is, how should future parents know if they are carrier of the sickle cell gene? The answer to this question is get tested. Get tested. This topic can never be overemphasized. Before you go ahead with those wedding plans, make sure you check your genotype compatibility with your partner to avoid hadaino. You definitely don't want to have children with sickle cell. No be beans. It doesn't come with a manual. It's harder than you can ever imagine. Ladies, 
You should be the one to push for this test the most and strongly stand against it if you and your partner is not compatible, no matter how the love they shock you. I know it is hard though, but what is even harder is having a child with sickle cell. The truth nobody tells you is that if you have a child with sickle cell, when they start to fall sick, it will be you making rounds to the hospital, having sleepless nights and not the husband. It is that time some men will remember it is your child, not our child. So choose wisely. Another question here is, what is the treatment? Can it be cured? Well, there is no universal cure for sickle cell disease yet, but researchers are ongoing to find a cure and we are hoping that in later future there will be a cure for sickle cell disease. However, in some instances, bone marrow transplant has completely eradicated disease from the body in previous and recent times. But the downside of this treatment is that it is expensive and not readily affordable to all. Another question is, can people with sickle cell do exercise? Yes, people with sickle cell can do exercise, but just watch it. Don't overdo. Drink water when you feel dehydrated, rest when you feel tired, and go home when you cannot go any further. It's not by force to look to have a summer body. You don't owe anybody a flat stomach. Another question is, what triggers a sickle cell crisis? One of the things that trigger a sickle cell crisis is sudden change in temperature. Um, most times, sicklers always fall sick around the period of rainy season when it's very cold. So sudden change in temperature, like cold season, always triggers sickle cell crisis. Very strenuous or excessive exercise or dehydration. When you are dehydrated and you don't pay attention to it, you don't drink water to make sure you become hydrated again, it can drive you into sickle cell crisis. So watch it when you start to get dehydrated. Another question is, what should sickle cell patients avoid? I'm going to list them here. Number one, non-prescribed medication. Apart from those, those painkillers our doctors prescribe for us for cases of emergency, we should desist from any form of self-prescription. It's not good for our health. Another one is self-medication. I know considering the fact that we have lived with the illness for the better part of our lives, we know what to do and what not to do when we are ill. But nevertheless, please go to the hospital when you feel sick. Don't self-medicate. I beg you. Another one is smoking, either cigarettes or marijuana or any hard drugs like cocaine, refnol, just avoid it, it is not good for our health. Too much alcohol, of course you can take alcohol but definitely not too much. So you just have to watch what you drink, as you are drinking be counting the bottles, when you are seeing that it's getting too much, please stop. Another one is seeking care in multiple hospitals stop jumping from hospital to hospital and from one doctor to another once you establish a medical relationship with one doctor and one hospital please be faithful it is important that we have a medical history with just one institution for effective treatment and if there's any need for you to travel to another state 
ask that your doctor make a proper referral document for you to a good hospital in that city you are moving to. Jumping from one hospital or doctor to another can make them issue wrong treatments to you because they don't have your medical history before. Like me, my caregiver institution is the University of Abuja Teaching Hospital. And if you see my folder here, it looks like Ugo Si Ugo. You know that big textbooks we all used in primary school? I'm sure most of the 90s kids used Ugo Si Ugo. So my folder is very big. That is what we call medical history. It is a record of all the, time, all the times you were sick in previous times and how you were treated, doctor's prescription, tests, blah blah blah. Just everything that contains your medical history as a person with sickle cell. So you cannot just you cannot attain a medical history if you're jumping from pillar to post. So just stick to one doctor and one medical institution. Now Warriors, hear me. This is my personal message to every warrior out there. Sickle cell disease should not be an impediment to do anything. You can be anything you want to be, do anything you want to do, live life to the fullest, achieve those dreams in your head, date that person you like. Do not be ashamed of your genotype for any reason whatsoever. First, because you didn't create yourself. And I'm very sure if you are given a chance to choose a genotype, you'll choose AA. All of us will choose AA. Secondly, you are still alive. And some people who have healthier medical records than you are, are dead and long forgotten. But look at you, still alive and listening to my voice on this podcast. Aren't you blessed? So don't let anyone make you feel any less because you have sickle cell. In case nobody has told you before, you are a complete human being with a capital letter C for complete. And you are even smarter than some people with the AA genotype or healthier medical records. So remember, no impediments. Go out there and be the best you you can ever be. Stop hiding in that God's forsaken mentality or projected insecurity that says you can't amount to anything because you have sickle cell. That's a big fat lie. It is time to shine, warriors. Go out there and make exploits. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Um, Have a nice day and enjoy the rest of your night. Bye. Good night to you all. Thank you guys for listening. I hope this episode was educative enough.